evening ladies and gentlemen good evening dear friends welcome to another edition of jesus is the answer with kathy ekakundenjingu i am an ambassador of christ jesus and i am your host you are welcome i bring you good tidings father take over me lord less of me more of you speak to me father bless your children when you are going to take all the glory thank you father in jesus' name we pray amen this is my second video for today
that I have, I just run up with the first message for today and I'm here with the second message. Keep doing good. Keep doing good. Let us take a minute to thank God for always being good to us. God has been so faithful, so kind. He's always been doing good. Let us give him thanks. Father, we thank you. We come this evening, Lord. I don't know about you all listening to me. But I want to say in one accord, Father, I stand in the gap for my family. And we say thank you for always being good to us, for always being kind and nice to us, for providing for us, for protecting us, for healing us, for delivering us, for ordering our steps, for watching over us, over our children. Even while we are fast asleep, the enemy keeps shooting arrows. You watch over us. Father, we want to say thank you. We are grateful. We thank you for this new year. So many people we started the year 2023 with, they are not here today. Some people we even enter 2024 with some people. Today is the 20, what, 21st of this month. They are not here today. Father, but here we are fit, strong, healthy. We have food to eat. We have appetite. We say thank you, Father. You give us the strength to go to work. You order our steps. You guide us. Even when they plan evil, you turn it around to work out for our own good. Thank you, Yahweh. We say thank you. Thank you. We can't even thank you enough. But Father, from our hearts of heart, we are grateful. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. I am saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. I am saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yahweh. Keep doing good. You know... When God told me, he said, people are going through a whole lot. The world needs love. I'm sure I've shared this with you earlier. That where I used to work before, in a daycare way, they discriminated so much upon me and my co-workers. It was obvious. They were not hiding it. They were so clear about it. They make it so obvious. To the extent that I came back from work one day, I think it was December two years ago, and I was so heartbroken, and I lay on the couch. 
I cried inside of me. I think tears even dropped from my side of my eyes. I asked God, I said, why, what have I done to them? Why? Why do they hate me so much? And the understanding I have is like, you have to experience this so that when people come to you tomorrow and they tell you how they are not loved, you will understand. I was like, wow, so I have to go through this. Because you can only give what you have, right? So me going through that, if I meet somebody now that is not love, I show a whole lot of compassion. I'm filled with compassion in me. I'm filled with compassion towards them. Because I know what it means not to be loved. It can even go, if some people cannot even handle it, they can go to an extent of doing something because they can't bear you treating them that way. But I had to cry out to my father. And he said, the world needs love. People are going through a whole lot. The world needs love. So you should learn to love people no matter what. Be nice to people. Just do good. And let me tell you, they don't need to appreciate you. If they do, fine. If they don't, just keep doing it. Because we are emulating Jesus. And Jesus is all about kindness, about love, about doing good. About being one another's keeper. In the book of Acts of the Apostle, let's turn to, turn to your Bible. Acts of the Apostle 10. Act 10, verses um, 38. Let me see. Mm. Let me see, let me see. One minute. Good. Act 10, verse 38. Why wow, it's so windy out there, right? And so cold. Can even hear the wind here. All the windows are closed, but I can hear the sound of it that is blowing. Act 10, verses 38 says, And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Amen. Amen. What I want you to hear, to take from here, is that. Jesus did was he went about doing good. Jesus went about doing good. Do you wonder why I keep saying you can never repent wholeheartedly and you'll be the same? No. You can never truly be a child of God and you keep acting the way you used to while you were in the world. So when Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power, Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. What does that mean? He was healing people, delivering people, casting out demons from people, helping people, feeding people, 
making a meaning, giving people a meaning in their life. Oh, yes. Look at Peter. Peter was a fisherman. All night, what happened? They could not catch a fish. He borrowed Jesus' boat. And when he saw the miracle, so many, he saw fish. To Ezra, I had to call even neighbors to come. He started crying. He said, Jesus should go away from him. He's dirty. He doesn't deserve him. Those are the people Jesus came for. The poor, downtrodden people. The people who have been oppressed by the devil. The people that the society say, who are you? Who do you have? Who can speak for you? I have connection. I have contact. Those who don't have connection, but I have a bigger one because Jesus is their father. God is their father. Those who put their trust in him. He went about healing them. Those who were afflicted could not even go to hospital. Or probably they have gone and they have exhausted all their money. Like the woman with the issue of blood. He only touched the hem of his robe. And she got, she rather, and she got healed. For an ailment that she has suffered for 12 good years. She ran out of money. Nobody to help. Jesus healed her. Restored her. Made her whole again. For free. Today, people have power. Politicians are supposed to use their powers to help the poor and needy. No. They take the government's funds. Instead of them to open roads. I'm speaking for where I come from. Africa, Cameroon. We don't have good roads. They take the money and they are putting in their Swiss account. Sending their children abroad. Building houses. Owning houses in UK. In Europe. In America. Number five countries, they own houses, villas, that they come there once in a while for holidays. They enrich their pockets. And the poor and the downtrodden, they suffer. They don't have roads to travel, to carry their goods from one city to another, or from a village to the next village market to sell their goods, to put food on their table. They use their position and their power to oppress people. Jesus used his Going about doing good. Feeding people. One time he saw people coming. He turned to his disciples and said, he feels sorry for them. They are like sheep without shepherds. That they should pray that God should send more workers to the field. He had compassion for people. They stayed with him for three days. He preached. He delivered them. He healed them. They were about to go. He said, no, I can't send them away like this. They will collapse on their way. He fed them. Wherever you are, you don't need to have so much. You can do good with the little you have. At times, just your words of encouragement, talking to somebody, at times, just giving somebody a shoulder for them to lean on. I don't know. Just a shoulder to lean on. This song has been singing in my ear. It's not a gospel song. But then the lyrics of the songs are not bad because he said, How are you, my friend? That he's checking on you. 
you should know that there's a show, it's an, 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 a pigeon, they sang, they sang it in broken English. That if you know that, you should, like, I don't really know the song, but I've seen it and heard it a couple of times. Not me playing it, but just passive. That how are you, my friend? Somebody once sent it to me that you should know that they are here for you. See a shoulder to see my shoulder, make you lean on, like, they are sending, uh, ex uh, extending a helping hand. If you have a body, I'm here. Remember, I'm here. I'm a friend that can share with you in your time of trouble. I have a shoulder that you can lean on. In a nutshell, what is this saying? That I'm here, my friend. You can count on me when you have trouble. That's what we should do. We should go about doing good. Be nice to people. Be kind to people. That's what Jesus was doing while he was here. He went about doing good and large crowds follow him. Did they not criticize him? They did. Did that stop him? No. Why is it that nowadays a little criticism? I'm not doing again. I will not do again. I've been nice to them. Look at what they treat me. Oh, from my experience, I can never treat anybody good again. This, you see, do you know what I did? And this is a similar case. No, these people are very ungrateful. I'll treat this one again. This, yeah. No, Jesus never stopped. Jesus never stopped. He went about doing good. The people will not even believe. They will eat his bread and fish. They came back and they're asking him for a sign. Tell me, if you're Jesus, how will you feel? You feel so heartbroken. Just the other day I was with you people. I fed you people. Now you've come. You said you want to make me king. I said, no, I'm not. You said, eh-eh. He told them, say, you people have not come because of the signs and wonders you saw. But you came because... Of the bread and fish I give you people. Don't think of perishable things. Uh -huh. Okay, if you, they say, if you're truly the son of God, or you are the Messiah, or you, are, which you want us to believe in you, show us a sign. Somebody who just turned bread, miraculously fed thousands of people. There was no bakery that I said, oh, they bought it from the bakery. You didn't see him went to order food. He just took a few fish and bread before your eyes, he raised them up, lifted them up. He gave thanks and he started breaking them. They were multiplying. Was that not enough miracle to convince you that this is really the son of God, the one we have been waiting? No. They say, show us. They are the same people who said crucify him, the same people he fed. The same people condemned him. They say, look at this one. Are you sure this is a true man of God? How can a man of God be mingling with sinners, eating and he eats like a scum, eating and feasting? He's a drunkard. He said, ah. John the Baptist came. He was not doing all of this. People say he was possessed. I've come now showing you how humble and meek am I, how simple am I. I'm dining with you people. To let you know that in heaven there is no class. We are all one before God. I can't say, oh no, I'm this, I'm that. No, we are equal. I can eat with you people. I've brought myself so low. To make you people see that that's how God is. God is not one scary God as they make you to believe. One scary human being that you can't go close to. No, he's your father. He's your friend. 
He can be this gentle. He can be this humble. He can be this simple. He will eat with you people. And you call him names. What do people really want? But did that stop Jesus? The lesson here is Jesus never stopped doing good. He never changed. When they will ask him, like they will say this one, he will give them. An, he always had a, an answer for them. There was always a response for them. But nowadays, oh, we do good. We, have, we get fed up so easily. Let me tell you what happened. This is just coming to mind now. I've shared this with you before, I think so. My niece, uh, my, my cousin, because she's my mother's sister's daughter, and this her sister is of late, and we took in her, this little girl, she was staying with my mom, and I'll be going to school there. At the same time, helping mama at home, keeping her company, right? This girl, after a few years, she changed, now a teenager. She'll go to school, they will close, she will not come back home. At times, they will have just one lesson or two. They will close, at times, they will close them 12, 1 o'clock. Wherever they close, who knows where she goes, nobody. She will come back at time 5 o'clock. So reluctantly, she will be walking because for whatever reason, only she alone knows. Whether she was seeing somebody, I don't know. But what came over her, I don't know, right? And one day, I had a conversation with my sister. I just want to make this short. And... I was telling my sister, like, if this girl is giving headache, because she will not come back early and my mother will be worried. And then my city was so rough then because of all this Ambazonia. There's a crisis going on in Cameroon where the English side want to differentiate from the French side. They want their own, you know, independence from the French Cameroon. So there was a whole lot going in the English side. And I come from the English side. You have some guys who are going around claiming that they are fighting for the independence, but they are committing atrocities. So my mother will be worried. What if this girl, she's raped? What if, what if? They might even catch you and they start asking for ransom. They'll catch people. They have killed innocent souls. So my mother will be woke up. She's not back from school. A child who've closed school since 2 30 will be coming back by 5. Where did she go? You know, until a child comes home as a mother or a parent or a guardian, you are not at rest. When you know this child is supposed to be home, 10 minutes ago, you'll be like, okay. 10 minutes before you know 20 30 40 one hour what is wrong you know the school from there to here even if they have to trek i gave the money for for bike even if they have to trek at least she's supposed to be home by now one hour she's not home one hour 30 minutes. then when you turn and you look you see her coming reluctantly but you have been woke up the whole time you are worried for this child you are afraid maybe something has happened I was like, the age my mother is right now, I don't want stress for her. Her father is there in Boya. The father didn't even care. The father had never called my mother for once, like, oh, thank you for taking care of uh, my daughter. How are you putting? Let me even come and see. The father has never even come to see where she is living. The father has never said money that this is school fees or even take this as your pocket allowance. No. I later got information that the sibling used to come from time to time. But the father himself never came till that child left that house. So I was like, we're even helping. The man they're even taking the body from is so, non, you know, so careless. He doesn't bother where the child lives. It's just not the child is with the auntie. She doesn't even care. She doesn't even know the road to the house. Nothing. So I was like, we're even taking all this stress 
for a child whose father is alive and the child doesn't even care. And let me tell you the truth. This is my auntie. I've never seen her. I don't know her. It's my mother's stepsister. I never know her my entire life. I know just her two brothers. But she, I never met her. So I'm like, we are taking somebody because my mom is related to her, fine. And she said, she gave the child, she named her after my mother and whatever, whatever, fine. Let's treat her like our own. But look at what she's giving mama, the stress at mama's age. No, mama doesn't need all of this. So I had this conversation with my sister and I told her, so you know what? She's writing her exam. So after uh, GC, let her just go. Let her not come back to the house again. As she's going, let her, was it GC? I mean, she was supposed to write something. But I think she was supposed to sit for an exam. I was like, after the exam, let her go. Tell her straight that we don't want her again to the house. We don't want stress. <laughs> well, you know what the Holy Spirit did? As always, he's always involved in our conversation. Let me tell you. Even in your thoughts alone, the Holy Spirit is present there. He's listening. We spoke that it was very okay. My sister agreed to it. I woke up the next day in the morning, prepared my kids. Everybody, I was there in the bathroom, <clears throat> getting ready to go to work. And I heard clearly, God asked me, he said, if that were my sister, where would we send her to? <clears throat> like if she was my, biologic, my mother's biological daughter. We will say we are tired of doing good. Oh, the stress she's giving mama is enough. Let her go. Where would we have sent her? That is her father's house, right? What we, should we have done? What we should have done was correct her. So why can't you correct this one? Why do you want to like get rid of her? Why do you forget? Like this is coming to me now. We as humans, we get tired of doing good so fast. We don't persevere. I was like, wow, it's true. If this were to be my, my sister, my blood sister, same mother, same father, we only shall probably caution her, punish her. If possible, beat her. And put her under house arrest. Okay, after school, if you don't come home by this time, this is what we'll do. We'll chance you like this and this and this. Yes, we'll have looked for a way for this child to change. So why are you sending this one back now? Yes. And I called my sister. I said, please. I even made a video and posted it on Facebook. I said, let this child stay. Don't send her away. I said, let her stay there. She'll go. The day she wants to go, she'll go on her own. We'll keep paying the school fees. Send her to school. If she's sick, we'll take care of her medication. Provide everything. We'll only keep cautioning her, talking to her. The day she'll pick her bags on her own that she's going, that'll be fine. They will not send her away. My sister went, talk to her. You have to change. You have to do this. Tomorrow, I said, ah, she has changed it. Tomorrow, the next, I said, I don't want to get myself in trouble. This is what God told me. I said, so let her be. She went on, she wrote the exam. She didn't pass. She went on vacation. She didn't come back. She only came back, picked her things, her remaining things, and she's gone back to her father's house. I said, good, we did not send her away. But, you know, so what am I saying here? We should learn to persevere. If not, Jesus would have given up. If Jesus, if were to be Jesus, would have given up. Jesus stayed focused that I accepted already that I'm coming here on earth to do this for these people. Despite the resistance, despite the insults, despite everything, the accusation, I will stay. I will not lose God. I will accomplish my mission. 
I've come to die so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. So I will not be distracted. You know, one time they even say, oh, he's, he's delivering people using a power called Bezebok. He even asked them, he said, a, a, a strong man cannot come, a, a, somebody cannot come into your house and tie you. Mm-mm. Then that man must be really stronger than you. How can devil cast out devil? It's not possible now. Turn to the book of John. John 6, 22 to 35. Let's read it. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that the disciple had taken the only boat and they realized Jesus had not gone with them. Several boats from from Tiberias landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. They found him on the other side of the lake. And asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of this approver of his approver they replied we want to perform we we want to perform they replied we want to perform god's works too what should we do jesus told them this is the only work god wants from you believe in the one he has sent they answered show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you what can you do after all our ancestors ate manna why they, why they journey through the wilderness. The scripture says, Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, Moses did not give you, did not give your, did, Moses did not give you bread from heaven. My father did, and now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, They said, give us that bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you have believed in me. I said 35, right? Let me read. Okay, let's end it there. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty again. Amen, amen. He told them up front, you are coming to me not because you believe in the miraculous signs, because I fed you people. That's why you are coming. They even, they even have the courage to tell him to show them some more signs. But did this stop Jesus? No, Jesus continued doing his work. He went about doing good to other people. So let somebody not discourage you. Let somebody not, don't do good to, to people. And you meet some people who are 
Or don't do good to somebody and you meet some people who are ungrateful and you decide to change. You will miss your blessing. Remember, God blesses us or he will bless you for doing good. Because that's all he asks. We should repent, be nice and do good to people. Show mercy, show love to one another. Your reward will not come from the ones you are doing good to. Your reward will come elsewhere. God will use somebody else to bless you. They call him a glutton. Let's look at Luke 7, 34. Luke 7, 34. <clears throat> or let's start say, um, no, 34 will be too short. Let's start from 30. Mm. Um, let's do 33, yeah? Luke 7, 33 to 34. For John the Baptist did not spend his time eating bread or drinking wine. And you said he's possessed by a demon, the son of man. On the other hand, feasts and drinks. And you say he's a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. But wisdom is shown to be right by the lives of those who followed it. Amen? Amen. 35 says, wisdom shows it that even though you are calling me this name, if you are wise enough, you'll see that I'm changing these people's life. The tax collectors, they have changed, they repent. They are willing to give back the taxes. Some have become my disciples, my followers. They are following me. Can't you see? Did Jesus stop doing good? No, Jesus did not stop doing good because they accused him or because they didn't believe. He did not get angry. I said, what is this? I am tired. This is everything I'm doing. This is not seeing anything good in me. I don't want to do good again. Let the world not change you. Do what you know is right. As long as it pleases God. Remember, the world did not call you. God called you. And you will do as he say. Remember, your life, you are not living it for the world. You are living it for God. God owns you. He gives you that life. So your life should be a life pleasing to God and God alone. Live a life pleasing to him and not to men. When you do good, when you show compassion to poor people, to the oppressed, to the needy, the widows, the orphan, it pleases God. Let one ungrateful orphan not make you not to do good and you miss your, your, your blessings. Let one ungrateful widow not make you not do good to the other widows and you miss your blessing. Stay focused. Jesus stayed focused. All this distraction never. They always criticized. There was always something. He's doing this. Who gave him the right? Who is he that says eh, he has forgiven sin? What does he think? He, all of the, he knew the power God put in him. He knew who he was or who he, he is. And that's the most important thing. Know who you are, your relationship with God. As long as what you do pleases God, keep doing it. Don't stop. Know that the people you will do good, 95%, if not 99% of the people we do good to are not the ones to appreciate us or to, to do good to us back. Some other person, God will use a stranger to bless you. Your blessings will not come from the people you do good. 
Yes. How did I even come across and get this message? God just reminded me. I celebrated my birthday on the 17th. A colleague of mine is sick. Maybe she's better and I've not heard from her anyway. So I made a video because I heard it was an emergency, right? I made a video with the children. We told her we love you, we miss you. The children, they told her, um, no, no, we love you. They told her we miss you, get help, get well soon. And I posted, I sent it to her. She was like, oh, I miss them. I'm in him. like she's tearing, right? I did that about a week or two before my birthday. My birthday came. I woke up that morning. I posted videos, pictures of me on my WhatsApp status early in the morning at about five something celebrating my birthday. This person came to my status that early. Probably by six or seven, she saw them. She's always on my status. This person did not celebrate me. Other people wrote messages. Other people were like, congratulations, happy birthday. This person did not say a word. So my company has this policy. On your birthday, you walk half day, you walk till 12, and then you go home. That's your birthday gift. I came home and I went back to school the following day. And the children told me that she was there. They saw her, I said, oh, really? And then my colleague told me two days later, I said, but she didn't see her. She didn't even come to our section. She didn't see her. Another colleague told her. I said, yes, the kids, they told me. Then I was like, wow. I said, do you know? I was talking now to my colleagues. I said, do you, to my colleague, I said, do you know? This is how far I went to show this person love. Nobody asked me. I did it. I don't know how many people who do this. I said, I did it. It was my idea. I did it. We, even do, we did the first one, said, no, it's not nice. We had to repeat again, and we sent it to her. I said, do you know my birthday? This person went and checked my picture. and used to say, oh, happy birthday. She did not. My, I said, but that will not change. My colleague said, oh, she has learned this. She does just what pleases her. Not for people. I said, yes. I said, that will not stop me from being nice, from celebrating somebody if I want to, or for showing compassion to people. I said, but it's just so amazing how some people, they are. And then I got this message. So these messages that come and preach at times, they are not only for you people, they are for me as well. Because this is something you just went this far to celebrate this person. It's not like this person, if this person had not come to my status, maybe we're like, ah, maybe they did not. This person is on my status, steady. Once I post something, she's there. The other one, I, what do I post? I mostly post my preaching and things. I was like, okay, maybe she doesn't really understand English or whatever. But it's birthday. Even the, the bouquet of flowers they gave me from school and postcard, I came, I took a picture, and I wrote there, nothing. I'm like, wow. But would that stop me from celebrating people or from showing um, compassion to people? No. If you do that, do you know what, what, that, what that means? It means you are not different from them. The Bible says, what difference does it show if you, if you behave the way you behave? You treat only your friends and family nice. The pagans, they do the same. The sinners, they do the same. Oh, that one you call a witch has somebody that she's so nice to. But it treats you bad. Right? So what will make you be different, outstanding from them all, to show them that you carry Christ in you, is when you behave different from them. 
They want you to come to their level. No. We are wiser. We know better now. We are in Christ and we are living for Christ. Christ in us. That should not bother us. If you're not one who likes to celebrate people, celebrate them. If you want to, if you don't want to, fine. As you might know, we do it and we get to a certain point. You're like, no, you know what? I'm not doing it again. That's okay. But you're not doing it again. Not because they don't do it, but because you're like, I've done enough. I have to move forward. I will not stay here on this person's, on this, you know. Yeah. Celebrate people. Not when people die. Then you're going to be writing along. Oh, this was my colleague. They were so nice. They were this. But when they were there, did you tell them they're nice? Did you appreciate them? There are people who want to hear only bad news. I pray that anyone who wants to hear bad news for you and your family, their ears will stay standing. And what they will hear is good news in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Their ears will open and they will hear but good news in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Good news for you. They will only hear that people are celebrating. You are being celebrated. They will hear that you are being promoted. The bad news that they're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting, thy kingdom come in the mighty name of Jesus. No bad news will follow you this 2024 in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That's how human beings are. They pretend like they are being sympathetic, but they are happy for that thing that has befallen you. They'll be like, oh, where? How nice she was. So nice. When she was alive, did you tell her that she's nice? Did you ever appreciate her? That, oh, my dear, you really, you've influenced my life in one way or another. This is what you did. You impacted my life. You preached this message. It really touched me. Or oh, this your post. Or oh, thank you for celebrating me. I can't celebrate you like you are, but I just want to say thank you. Have you stood up from once? I even write to somebody, thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for being with me in this journey, in this struggle. Thank you that you showed me your shoulder that I should lean on when I was struggling, when I had nothing to do. When this problem was draining me, you always give me listening. I'll call you on the phone and cry out to you. Thank you for always being there to me. Have you told somebody thank you? Don't wait when they are gone. Then you'll be like, oh, when I had a problem, they were always there. They'll give me their, yes, I will call them on phone. I will cry out to them. I'll explain things for hours. They will listen. No, now is the time. Now that they are alive, appreciate them. Tell them how nice and good they are. And you who is doing good, don't stop doing good because people don't appreciate you. Don't stop doing good because people criticize you. Don't stop doing good because you meet one on you met one ungrateful person. Stay focused like Jesus. Jesus never lost track. Until he took the last breath, he kept doing what he came here for. We should learn from him. We should learn from him. Okay? You have a blessed and a wonderful week ahead. Your week is blessed. Go out, spread love, share love, be nice and be kind to people. I pray that God will put his angels before us all to lead us, to order our steps, to direct us and behind to wash over us in the mighty name of Jesus. He will bless the work of our hands in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Good health shall follow us today and throughout the rest of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. This week, only good news shall we hear. Throughout this year of 2024, God will work in our life in mysterious ways, in a supernatural way that even people will know that indeed we serve a living God. In Jesus' name, amen. My prayer for you is to stay focused, 
stay away from sin, remain in God's presence at all times. You are blessed and I love you all the love of God. Bye-bye.